Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, naturally, because obviously, and if you didn't know, I'm sorry, but not sorry at the same time because F.I. Trickster. Uh, And today we are answering your questions from our Acolyte members, which get to ask a question each month, and then I make a video or podcast response to it. And I'm very happy about today's question. It's pretty cool. It's great. So I I love me some refreshing questions. And actually, for the very first time, someone uh, asked a, uh, one of the Acolyte members asked a question that I had already done a video response, and I had to email them back and be like, hey, uh, can you give me a different question, please, uh, so that we can, you know, keep going. But yeah, that's, that's like a thing. I'll do that from time to time. But yeah, today's question is, uh, which man type and cognitive focus do you think may be the best possible match for an ISTP female uh, who is fairly developed balanced with FI and FE for a fulfilling long-term sexual relationship? Okay, my first question in response to that is, how do you know that you're developed and balanced with FI and FE? I mean, I don't even know that. I didn't. I couldn't even type myself. I had to have someone else type me. Like... But you really have that high level of introspection. I think that TI Hero Pride is getting in the way. I think that TI Hero Pride, where it's so funny to me when I when I talk to ISTP, especially ISTP women who actually think that they know all about themselves, and they also think that they know how they come off when they when when they don't. They they actually they actually don't, and my TI parent has no choice but to correct them, and then they don't like being corrected, and then they're deadly sin of pride comes out and it's just like okay well i guess i'm just going to have to withdraw because yeah (laughs) no (laughs) anyway she goes on uh loyalty faithfulness great sex deep love a little fun depth of conversation growth quality time and good communication is important of course um so uh, sorry if this question is cringe. Really, I have no idea. Nothing I've tried has worked so far, and I don't know if I'm just being incapable of maintaining an enjoyable long-term relationship, like if I'm defective or something. Thank you. No, I don't think you're defective at all, and I actually know this person. Uh, she is not someone I would ever label defective in any way, shape, or form, and she has a lot of extenuating circumstances in her life that could potentially be getting in the way of a long-term, of a fulfilling long-term sexual relationship. Some of it has a little bit to do with type, but the thing is, a lot of it doesn't have to do with type. It actually is very nurture-related, and I'll probably end up having a conversation with this person to discuss what those things are in the near future because I care about her well-being and I want her to have a better future. So that being said, let's actually get down to the brass tacks for the specific question she asked. So, okay. You know, it it's really hard for me to say. I mean... Ultimately, like you have the you have the eight sexual relationships that are available to any person. The affection relationship, which is traditionally called the golden pair. You have the companion relationship, which is traditionally called the pedagogue relationship. Then you have the natural relationship, traditionally called the bronze pair, and then you have the intrigue relationship, which is traditionally called the supervisor relationship, according to Socionics. And then you have your silver pair, which is number five. And then you have the uh, um, the respect, uh, or no, the silver pair is also known as the respect relationship. And that's number five. And then you have the um, the type that is similar to silver pair. And I think for you, 
silver pair is ISTJ, so then number six for you would be ISFJ, and then number seven um, would be uh, the TE inferiors, so that would be ISFP, which is basically your super ego's number seven, and then the absolute uh, last one uh, would be, not ISFP, excuse me, that was uh, ridiculous, INFP, my bad. And then uh, the last one would probably be, uh, it's not ENFP, no, um, the kindred relationship. It's literally the kindred, the INTP, that's right. The, uh, the um, yeah, the kindred relationship, INTP would be the lowest. So those are like the eight types uh, that would be for an ISTP woman to be in a long-term fulfilling sexual relationship. That would be it. The thing is, is that ISTP females have a lot of nurtural issues that they have to face when it comes to being in long-term sexual relationships with people anyway, outside of type. And for example, like them being ISTPs alone, they are, they come off very masculine. So they come off very emasculating. And a lot of men just don't have the patience for that, especially the higher value men. They're just not going to put up with that in any way, shape or form. They can also, uh, ISTP women can also, because of their uh, pride deadly sin, uh, they can also come off as someone who just doesn't listen, even though they are listening, but they don't look like they're listening. So they get judged and treated as if they're not actually listening, which can, and then they get even, they get mad and ragey over that because it's like, hey, you're treating me unfairly when the reality of the situation is, is that no one around them actually knows what they mean. And that's also a huge problem because expert intuition trickster, it's hard for them to convey uh, meaning to other people or intention basically. And they can state their own attention and they can see how people are going to react to their own attention. But the thing is, is that they have no clue what other people's intentions are. They also have no clue what the long-term reactions of what they're going to say. They also have a really hard time, like, for example, especially with their intrigue relationship, which would be ENTP. They really struggle uh, having an idea of like how the ENTP is actually going to react to them because the the reaction they're going to get is a mixture of SI inferior and FI trickster versus if they were with an ENFP, they'd end up having an FI parent with an SI inferior reacting directly to the ISTP woman and the ISTP woman could get mega confused as a result of that situation. So. That could be a problem. The thing is, though, is that like, you know, I was actually talking to Chris Taylor about this recently, is that when it comes to sexual relationships, they're really, they really happen based on, you know, the needs of the moment. What do I need now is basically the question that anyone should be asking. And some people have been in relationships where their egos just end up getting bruised and taking a lot of hits. So that's what the kindred relationship does. Like that's the lowest of them all. So like, so that's like ESTP for me, that's INTP for the ISTP, for example. And, uh, you know, the kindred relationship, it's not really very supportive and also a super ego relationship as well, which would be ESFP for me. Uh, so, so like for me, that's SE heroes, right? Uh, and that would be, um, um, you know, that would be SI Childs basically for the ISTP. And uh, that ends up, you know, your ego is not actually being fed in the relationship, right? Or if you're in a situation where you have a golden pair or you've been in a golden pair or you've been in a companion relationship, uh, you've, you've had the highest sexual compatibility basically your whole life, you're looking for some diversion, right? You're looking for something different. So you might actually go for the bottom four, uh, you know, just for divertit, 
you know, or, or diversion or something different, you know, variety in your life, right? So that that's also a risk as well. It really just comes down to like, what are the actual needs at that moment from a neutral standpoint? Has past relationships actually fed your ego or fed off of your ego, right? And what relationship are you going to need after the fact? Now, given that I know this person uh, pretty well, I mean, what I would actually recommend to them is probably, I'm probably going to have to say a shadow focused ENFP would be my recommendation for this particular person. Uh, shadow, fo yeah, the, re um, the reason why is because I think uh, with that ENFP being a, a higher performer in life because they're shadow focused, very socially aware and aware of social consequences, it would take a lot of stress off of this ISTP woman's mind on a consistent basis. Not only that, they themselves are, it would be in a super ego relationship with her son, and that would also really help things there as well. Uh, because then uh, her son would have a potential father figure that would be able to challenge him on a regular basis because of that super ego relationship right then and there. And I think that would probably be the ideal balance that she's looking for uh, within the context of uh, her relationship. And, you know, don't forget, you know, the ENFP would be the natural. It's number three on the list of the eight uh, sexual relationships uh, for her type. And... It just, it just kind of naturally clicks. And what's really good about the natural is that it really, really ends up feeding the ego more so than feeding off of the ego, whereas the intrigue relationship feeds off the ego and it can be emotionally draining. And what a lot of people also don't really understand is that the pedagogue relationship, the companion relationship, which is slated for number two of the eight, it also has a risk of being draining and can feed off of the ego per se. So for the ISTP, that would be the ESFJ, and the ESFJ can actually emotionally drain an ISTP. And you know, if you are not interested in being emotionally drained at all, and usually an ISTP, especially an ISTP woman, would not be interested in that because of extroverted feeling inferior, desperately looking for acceptance and wanting acceptance. And I think she's gonna find the acceptance and that emotional connection that she's looking for from an ENFP male, especially a shadow focused, INFJ focused ENFP male. Uh, like a, um, a good example would be um, Conor McGregor. He's a shadow focused uh, ENFP, right? So she'd have to look for a clone of Conor McGregor, uh, which, which, which is definitely possible. And to do that, I mean, she could just become a martial arts instructor, and then she'll she'll find she'll find her her Conor McGregor clone, basically. But yeah, that Conor McGregor would definitely be the archetype that I would highly recommend uh, for this particular person, especially with the situation that she's facing with her own life, etc. Yeah, definitely. I would say stay away. Like if you're if you're gonna just look at just top four, stay away from your pedagogue slash companion stay away from the intrigue relationship just really stay away from it golden pair i mean are you really prepared to have the highest highs and the lowest lows within your golden pair uh you know i especially with you know being you know a single mom i i really don't think that's wise i really really 
honestly maintain that a shadow focused ENFP would be the absolute best uh, for this particular situation. They're insanely loyal. They're very faithful. Uh, they, um, as long as they're maintaining their introverted sensing inferior and have insanely high work ethic, that work ethic directly uh, translates into sex ethic, basically. Uh, they're very deeply loving, triple affiliative. They can be very fun, and uh, you'll have depth of conversation they didn't know that you've ever experienced before. And they're all about personal growth because they are part of the soul temple, focusing on character. And they really do enjoy spending quality of time, quality time. And obviously, they're great communicators because they have TE child. It's like um, it's like Tony Robbins. Like who? What ISTP woman wouldn't want Tony Robbins? Let's be straight. So. Anyway, I think that very much answers this particular question. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys tonight. You stole my heart of gold After my silver soul Can you dig anything?